I feel like I've been like almost like tenderly picking up all of the pieces that I broke apart that are me and over the last month or so I've been picking them up and looking at them and trying to find a way to put them back together reassemble them hi it's Hester and this is porridge for brains I am recording this as I walk up the road to get my prescription of my ADHD meds. I'm due my renewal, so I am working from home today and I have, how do I want to say it, the weight of knowing that I wanted to record something as a final episode for this series of the podcast, the weight of that has been heavy on my shoulders and heavy on my heart for I guess a couple of months now. So when I decide I want to do something, if I don't manage to perform tasks in the way that I've planned, it becomes quite quite frustrating. So I actually spoke to a friend today about my feelings of guilt and shame at all of the millions of ideas that I have and the projects that I start with such confidence, energy, enthusiasm, um, and then can never sustain them. Do I bite off more than I can chew? Yes. Um, And I guess the podcast is one of these things. But bear with me, because I don't think it's a thing where I'm saying that I failed or this isn't going to be something. But I think it's just about kind of recontracting with myself, being clear in my intentions when I put it out into the world. So... When I started this podcast, as with all of the things that my wonderful brain gets excited about doing and imagines being wonderful, I had really big ambitions at the time. I had space for my brain to manage those. So it was at a time where kind of work was going well, work-life balance was great. I was looking after myself, doing lots of running, plenty of yoga. I felt quite on top of things. I was eating right sleeping well, you know, things felt manageable. Then, as things come, like buses, as they say, bad things come in threes, also just things maybe come in threes. So I started the podcast, and then just, like, a fair few other things then became quite, like, pressured expectations, and I had to achieve quite a lot over the summer and over the last kind of six months or so. And what had felt really manageable when I embarked upon it then became one of a few things that just were way too much for me to manage and burnt myself out massively trying to do all of these things juggle them all like I got to the point where I was like getting up in the morning at like six work starting at nine and I was like oh I've got two hours then to do some of my other stuff before work so I was giving myself no time to exercise like not look at a screen chill out wake up to the day then I was working through in my lunch break snatching again a bit more time to try and do some of my other things and then in the evening spending all my evenings trying to do things and they just I left myself no time and no space for any of the things that keep me well and to just live my life and the last time I spoke to you I was about to go to the Golden Spurtle and I interviewed the wonderful Karen Henderson who um, was this year's chief Um, and I got to see Karen again on the 8th of October when I competed in the championship. So hopefully you listened to and enjoyed that episode. And then 
I took loads of pictures. My fiance was with me. He took loads of photos at the competition. He met amazing people. Didn't win, but learned so much about porridge and the different ways of making it and got loads of tips. And I have actually been practicing since. I think I might give it another crack next year. But I had such a wonderful weekend and I was so excited about like following up, interviewing people that had competed alongside me. And then I got home after the competition. I'd been, and for anyone with ADHD, and knows anyone with ADHD, or anyone who's interested in knowing about ADHD, like it felt like I was being propelled or like lifted off my feet and I was just like zooming, 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 zooming through life up until the point of the competition. I had so much to do and I was just like being swept along by this really powerful current and I couldn't really do anything to slow it down. So I was just like, I'll just ride this wave. I'm just going to roll with it. And that, my friends, is one of the phases of an ADHD burnout cycle. Um, this like being driven by a motor, unable to stop managing to achieve so much and just like this intense like energy and sense of urgency around everything and that led me up to the competition and then got home from the competition and the local news came and did a segment and I made them breakfast and it was so wonderful to speak to them really exciting made it onto the news the weatherman dissed me massively the weatherman right I can send the clips if anyone's interested the weatherman said, wow, porridge making championship. I wonder whether they've also got a national watch paint dry championship. And as I said to everyone I talked about it, I'm like, dude, you're a weatherman. How can you really be dissing a porridge championship? Anyway, he really annoyed me. Yeah, I got home and I did the news. And then basically after that day, I fell off a cliff and I'm at the doctor's now. So I'm going to stop this recording, start another one in a minute and talk about falling off a cliff. Right, my meds. And it just dawned on me as I was crossing the road that I said, and I will talk to you about falling off a cliff, unless you're on a literal cliffhanger. So yeah, fell off a cliff. I think it was like the 9th of October that the, no, 10th of October that the news crew came. And then powered through the working week, but was feeling a bit peaky, kind of exhausted. And then at the weekend, I basically got a Sunday and I couldn't move. I actually couldn't move. And um, I was a bit concerned and I took a test and tested positive for COVID, which I'd managed to avoid for the last two and a half years and had smugly thought. I'd been going around being like, I'm just one of these people that just, you know, because I'm so healthy, I look after myself so well and I've just got such a strong immune system that no, I got COVID. And I do wonder whether part of it is that I spent like two months or so just pummeling myself pushing myself so hard, spent every waking moment being productive and achieving all the things I wanted to achieve, that I weakened my defences to the point that COVID just strode on in. And, you know, honestly, it really knocked me. Lie on the sofa for like three days. And then for about three, four days after that, I was really dizzy. I could barely look at my work computer because I couldn't focus on things without getting like motion sickness. Really like really fatigued in the aftermath as well. I, I did go for a run this morning, but I ran two miles and my like lung capacity is not great. And I'm just still like, I'm getting there. Um, but yeah, so 
recovering from COVID and kind of doing, I've been doing this unwinding, like this unraveling. I don't know whether, it feels like unwinding is more the word because I did come, I came unstuck. I unraveled very quickly. I came crashing down after pushing myself so hard. But then I feel like I've been like, almost like tenderly picking up all of the pieces that I broke apart that are me. And over the last month or so, I've been picking them up and looking at them and trying to find a way to put them back together, reassemble them, but in a, in a gentle way. And I think this is what I always do as well. I remember talking about, I talked about burnout in an earlier episode of this podcast. I go through these cycles of burnout constantly. Like they are, they are the one constant really. Um, but I get to a good place, feel great, let more in because I feel like I can handle it take on way too much, get really ill, crash, and then pick pick the pieces back up. And I'm trying to, like over the last year especially, so probably the last like two or three burnout cycles, I'm trying to learn from them. And so when I talk about picking up the pieces, I guess what I see is like, I see myself like picking up all of these different shards <laughs> from when I've shattered myself and like, actually examining them and thinking about the holes that I want to rebuild and thinking about how to build a hole that feels more sustainable and is more realistic and is kinder and how I can build some, I don't know, some mechanisms in for myself to stop myself from, to notice the signs and stop myself from going through this cycle all over again. And I don't know, I guess part of me thinks that if I just keep doing it and I just keep trying to be aware with it, then I'll keep learning more and maybe I will get better. Um, but I also then, I wonder whether, is this just me? And is that okay? I don't know, because the highs can be really high and have moments through every cycle where I feel electric, you know? Gen- like genuinely feel like I am a like more human than human. Um, but then the converse is that is like, and this is like uh, this week. And then probably about a month ago, I feel like, I don't know, what's the opposite of electric? I feel like a shrunken, shriveled prune. And actually it can get quite, um, it can get quite sad. <laughs> and I think, you know, with thoughts about maybe accepting this is me, I, you know, maybe I can live with the highs, but if I want to be a parent, like I can't I worry about supporting other lives and taking, you know, when I'm dragging other people through those low points, I don't want to do that. So I think I have a responsibility to myself and to the people that I love to try and, it's not about doing better, but it's just like, I don't know, to try and temper. One of the things I've been thinking about a lot recently is systems. People talk about autistic thinking um, being a need for rules. And as much as I do love rules, and one thing that people have always said about me is that I crave routine. I do like routine, but I also need novelty. I need new information. I need excitement and stimulation. I think there's more nuance to it. So I don't think that it's blindly following rules for me. I think it's about creating systems that work because... A system isn't just a rule. A system is a collection of rules that all work together and allow you to flex and interpret and shift the rules and shape them 
to work at that point in time. And I think that I feel good when I have a system that works. So I've got different rules and I've like built a built a structure that allows for all of the things that I know I want to do and all of the new things and all of the possibilities that I want to let in. And I think that I'm thinking about how I can build a system for living. So what are like the non-negotiables? Not the every single day I do this at this time, but what are the non-negotiables as in how do I approach these things? What kinds of things do I aim to do? And what are the rules around how much new stuff I can let in? Where do I know where I've reached my limit? Because I know how much of the same things, the everyday, the every week things I need to be able to feel okay. Where's the balance and how do I visualize? You know, how do I uh, um, like formalize? You know, how do I express? How do I put lines around? How do I demarcate those things that I need so that I can actually look at them next to each other and go, well, I need 10 of these and I need 10 of those. So having 20 of those means I can't do all 20. You know, how do I have this system in place? And what's my system for dealing with having too much or not enough? Because one of the things is, why do I don't have enough new stuff? When I'm not doing new things, when I'm not learning, when I'm not taking anything else on. That's not good either. So this is all a work in progress. And I'm walking back, I'm almost at home, and they're doing some works on the road outside my house. So maybe two points I'd like to make. Point one is... Um, this is, my, this is my way of rounding off the first series of Porridge for Brains podcast. I absolutely intend to share more, but for now, I think this is a good place to round things off. I have interviewed some really exciting people, and I have some more in the pipeline, but I, I'm getting married in February, so it's now the 1st of December, um, and it turns out that it takes quite a lot to plan a wedding, and even just a marriage, but I'm in the process of selling my flat, um, and again, that takes quite a lot there's quite a lot of stuff that they don't tell you that you need to do that you're meant to just like gather and as an autistic person it's quite difficult to navigate all that so that's a lot so I've decided I'm going to focus on selling my flat and planning and having and enjoying getting married and this podcast and my plans for it are going to be put on the shelf until at the earliest March 2023. The other thing that I want to do is start, I shouldn't say out large, should I, in case I never do, but I'm thinking about one day maybe putting something on YouTube. I've got a GoPro, but I haven't done much with it. Um, but yeah, that'll be, that'll be a long work in progress. I'm not time stamping it and I might not even do it. And if I don't, that's also fine. Uh, or if I put one video up once every 18 years, that's also fine. You don't have to be a creator to create things, right? You don't have to follow people's rules of consistency in order to create things of value to anybody. And I think that was the final point I wanted to make, really, was just to say, if you've been someone who's listened to any of these episodes during this first series, then thank you so much for coming on the journey with me. It's been really fun. I've got to meet, well, I, I already knew most of them, but like I've spoken to and I've been able to share the conversations with some really interesting people. Um, and I've learned a lot about them, about me, 
Um, and I've had some really, really positive feedback from people on these interviews, but also on, um, I know I shared an episode where I was really candid about, I mentioned it earlier, I was really candid about myself and burnout. Um, thank you for all the really positive feedback. I've had some questions through over on Instagram and um, I would like to answer some of those questions, do a Q&A episode at some point when I've got a few more through. Um, some about like what my like diagnosis journey was like, um, how my ADHD and autism like presents itself. Um, and yeah, I want to I want to talk about this stuff um, and I will just at the right time. Um, so keep those questions coming through. And the other thing I'd say, yeah, so so the other thing I just want to say on the note of like content creation is I've had some feedback as well about um, kind of how I how I present, how I present and how I tell a story and how basically I can be a bit waffly. And I want to say thank you to everybody who's given feedback and um, really appreciate those points. Constructive. Um, however, constructive as they are. I would like to politely decline your feedback. Um, I know that there are things that I could do differently on this show, but for what end? Because really, not, not that you know, I, I want people to engage with this. I started this because I want to share my voice and I want to help make a difference to other people, help people understand neurodivergence, help people understand, well, I don't know, just help people be inspired and listen to cool stuff. But this is for me more than anything and I want to share my voice in an authentic way and there may be rules around you know how succinct to do things and how to deliver a message but I don't really care <laughs> because I'm not you know I'm not pressuring this to be like the world's most commercial proliferate podcast I just want it to feel like me telling the stories in the way that I want to. And editing and production does go into this. I've got a wonderful um, producer who works with me. Shout out to Hannah. Thank you, Hannah, for all your support this series. And yeah, it might take me 25 minutes to get around to making a point, which is probably perfectly exemplified in this episode. But that's fine, because that is also what, what it's like to have a conversation with me. And if I can't, if I can't tell a story here in the way that I express myself in real life then my point is moot because my point is about helping people understand that there are different modes of communicating and there are different ways of being and they can all be interesting and they're all valid so I'm going to keep on communicating in the way that works for me it might not appeal to everybody but you know what there are a lot of ways modes of communication and ways of telling stories that we're told we should like that really don't work for me so I'm going to go on catering to myself and being true to myself and the way that I want to tell my stories. Really do, as I say, really appreciate the feedback. Um, and I hope you can understand when I respectfully decline. So on that note, I'm going to sign off. Thank you again for everyone who's listened. I really, really value you taking the time to hear some of these stories. And hopefully I'll be back again soon. And just everyone, just keep being you or start being you. It can be hard to hear that you could do things differently, but if you don't want to do things differently, then I don't think you necessarily should. So yeah, just keep it real. Everyone just be you because that is the best version of you that anyone could get. And I, for one, would like to see everyone being them. 
and I'm not making sense anymore. So I'm going to go. Um, it's also December. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a wonderful end of the year and I will be speaking to you again soon. Bye.